United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. now is Jason Tower. He is the country director for the Burma program at the United States Institute of Peace. Welcome, Jason. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Laura. How are you? I'm doing great this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Bring us up to speed. I fear that many people have not been following this nearly as closely as you would as an expert in this area. But um, what is happening right now with the military operations in Myanmar and in Burma? What's going on? Um, Yeah, thanks for having me on, Laura. So there's been some really significant developments since October 27th, when you saw a dramatic escalation of resistance activity in Myanmar. Um, On that day, October 27th, uh, three of the more powerful ethnic armed organizations that operate in the China border area launched this new military operation with twin goals of first uh, eradicating the military dictatorship And second, eradicating these uh, scam syndicates that were operating on the China border using forced labor. This operation has really um, re-energized the resistance across the country. And you're seeing um, really the the junta being dealt some pretty devastating um, defeats on the battlefield, including most uh, recently at the very end of the year and, and spilling over into the new year, um, you saw the, the junta um, actually surrender roughly 7,000 square kilometers of territory, um, about the size of the state of Delaware, right up in the China border area after they were um, basically militarily defeated by um, uh, this, this coalition of, of armed groups. Um, and since then, you know, you're seeing just really um, the state of, of, of military morale very low. Um, and, um, you know, the military is really on its back foot as um, the resistance forces have have really pushed forward. Um, this has also, I think, renewed some of China's, um, you know, concerns about growing instability in the country. And it's also gotten much more involved in trying to influence uh, the trajectory of the conflict. Is China's involvement a a productive or harmful thing? Well, well, there's a little bit of both here. I mean, China clearly has major influence and interests in in Myanmar. Um, And to a certain extent, I think um, China gave tacit support to the launch of this operation because of its concerns about you know, growing um, levels of instability, growing levels of transnational crime that were being supported by the military um, in its border area targeting Chinese nationals. Um, But also the um, uh, operation has resulted in some new instability along the China border. Some of the military's airstrikes in response to this have, you know, landed on the China side of the border. Um, There's been 20 or more Chinese nationals that have been killed as a result of that. And you're really seeing growing instability across the country. So, um, you know, China, on one hand, has been um, using its leverage against the military to extract new economic concessions, including a new deal that gives it unprecedented access or will give it unprecedented access to the Indian Ocean area on the uh, through the Chapu port project. Um, so it's been kind of using the leverage on, on the military on one hand, but then on the other hand, it's also more recently been 
um, putting uh, more pressure on the ethnic armed organizations in the border area, trying to push them to enter into a ceasefire with the military, consolidate their territories and forgo some of the, um, you know, broader involvement in, in revolutionary activity. So, um, you know, in some senses, I think China is trying to stabilize the situation in its border area, push the conflict back from uh, its border, but it's having the impact of also creating tensions across the resistance and and, you know, given the growing influence it has in country, it's also giving uh, China um, more access to the Indian Ocean, which does raise a lot of questions uh, about the Indo-Pacific and, you know, whether or not the growing Chinese influence might pose more of a challenge to uh, a free and open Indo-Pacific in the future. Help our listeners to understand especially why this should and does matter to Americans. Well, I mean, this this uh, matters very much to America because, I mean, you're talking about a space, Myanmar, at the very heart of the Indo-Pacific between India on one side and uh, Thailand on, on the other. So, you know, by China having this oversized influence in Myanmar, it gives China access to the Indian Ocean. Um, it could potentially give um, China kind of a leg up or more of an advantage in the Indian Ocean region. Um, and you really haven't seen other neighboring countries like India do a whole lot so far in response to that. So, um, you know, this this means that China is, is going to have um, a lot more influence kind of looking uh, into the future in, in this particular area that is, is quite critical for the Indo-Pacific more broadly. Is the United States government then involved in this? Are they, is it one of those keeping an eye on or are they intimately involved in what could happen next? Well, well, I think, uh, of course, um, the U.S. has been following very closely uh, what's been uh, transpiring in, in Myanmar and along with, um, you know, other international partners has been looking at pathways uh, whereby which it could increase pressure on the military um, in order to um, restore democracy in the country. And it's also been providing support to a wide range of pro-democracy actors as they, um, you know, look forward to opportunities to restore democracy in, in the country. Uh, I think one of the key challenges for the U.S. is that, you know, it also has to consider carefully um, its partners and, and allies in the region. And if you look at where India stands and where Thailand stands, they really have not been, um, I think, as as keen on getting more involved in um, trying to provide uh, support either to democracy or in trying to uh, consider some of the challenges that might be there as you do see this this rising Chinese uh, influence. Um, I think another concern for the U.S. has been the explosion of transnational crime. And of course, um, China has been cracking down on that uh, on its border because it's concerned about, you know, the many billions of dollars that have been lost to Chinese nationals as a result of um, scams. And these are very malign forms of scams that are using forced uh, labor. Now, since this, this Operation 1027 and this broader Chinese crackdown started on the border area, you've seen a lot of those criminal syndicates move to the Thai border, where they're increasingly targeting a non-Chinese population um, and including a U.S. population. So you're now seeing many more victims of these different forms of scams uh, in the United States, which is another, I think, significant security concern. It really is. I'm so glad that you stopped by to break all this down for us. It's so important to hear from an expert in this area. Jason Tower, thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah, thanks again for having me on. 
This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.